Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast Awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? No way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable, so thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello there, hello there. How are you doing today? I hope you're doing well. This has been such an interesting topic that has come up really in a a timely way. Don't you love how you might be processing something, thinking about something that you might want to do, and you let those feelings of uncertainty creep in, and then suddenly you're not doing those things that you wanted to do. And maybe you're wishing that you had started it and you never did. And then something happens, something pops up that gives you this little bit of encouragement that, hey, God is sprinkling some inspiration on you. Uh, There is a higher power who is letting you know that those things that are floating around in your head are actually things we should be getting the ball rolling on, even if we're uncertain. I have talked about paralysis by analysis in the past because we let all these things get into our brain and convince us that what it is that we are wanting to pursue is not worthy of pursuit, or it is not the right time, or it is not something that you're qualified to do or equipped and capable of doing on your own. And so you keep putting it on the back burner You keep thinking, maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Maybe I'll try it the next day. 
But what happens is God sprinkles in that little bit of encouragement, whether it be through a friend who says just the right thing at the right moment, or there's a podcaster who comes on and shares a bit of encouragement that you needed at that time, or you hear someone say something on Instagram or another social platform or in your mom group or in your social circle that makes you think, hold on a sec. It looks like I am getting the message that I really do need to move forward with this thing that's on my mind. So I had been thinking a lot about this and I wanted to title this episode, get organized or die trying. First of all, because That's a catchy title that's going to stop somebody and be like, what in the world? Uh, Second of all, because of a lot of things that are going on in my world that I'm coming to realize this life is shorter and shorter and we are just not promised tomorrow. And it's so important that we make time for the things that we want and we get stuck in the how or we get all that stuff in our head that makes us feel like, now is not the right time or I don't know how to do it. And so I wanted to give you a little bit of background about how I arrived at recording this episode today. And also I wanted to just tell you how we could move forward in some of these ways. So the first thing I want to say is that I have had a conversation with my coach, uh, business coach. I've talked about her a lot before. Her name's Kelly Mobeck. She's fantastic. If you have not checked out her podcast episode, Let's be honest before we start pretending. You should definitely check that out. How great is that podcast title? I love it. And that's who she is. She is real. She does not mince words. She says things in a loving way, but also in a way that encourages you to get moving. She talks about taking the lead in your life and how she believes that we all have leadership qualities within us. And it's just a matter of choosing to take the lead in our life. So that's super applicable to the topic that I'm talking about today. Also, did you notice I said, get organized or die trying? So trying is something that she talks about that not being something that should even be in your vocabulary. Because when we talk about trying, that is not really backed up in full commitment, And today, remember how I said there's the moment that you've been thinking about doing something like I was thinking about doing this episode with this title, but then I thought, oh gosh, is that the right title? Does that feel a little aggressive? I don't know. I'm always trying to encourage busy moms of littles to get organized, but I don't want it to feel too dramatic if I say, or die trying, you know, it's so dramatic, right? And so I thought, is that the right thing to title this? Uh, When I really did think that was the way to go. And then God sprinkled in a little extra encouragement for me today to absolutely talk about this because I was looking at my Instagram feed and Dr. Sonia Shribling, who I love, I have taken her VIP courses. I have done some of her challenges and I am so excited to now pivot my business from sort of being known as the person who loves organizing and is doing a podcast about it or writing a book about it or going into people's homes and actually doing the in-home organization, I would like to pivot my business into being a speaker more so than just talking, not just, but more so than talking at 
small mom group meetings. I love those so much. It's given me a lot of encouragement to move forward with now taking on bigger stages. I have shared in the past that I would really love to have this big dream that I know is going to happen. I just have to figure out how and when, and that's coming. I know that's coming to do mom con. I would really love to have a mom conference that feels like a two day retreat for moms to come and just get filled up and feel like they can confidently pursue their hopes and dreams and things they want to see in their home or with their business or with their spouses or their friend group, whatever it is that they need encouragement on. I would really love for this mom retreat, mom con to be something that inspires them. So they feel equipped with the tools and the resources and the encouragement that we all need to move forward. And so with that, I took a course that Dr. Sonia Stribling had put out recently, all about getting your business moving forward by being a paid speaker on big stages. And that is something that I am now pursuing and I am very excited about. So in that, I will watch a lot of times things that she posts on her Instagram. And today, right before I got ready to hit record on this podcast, I saw her leaving this beautiful message on a post that said, trying is not necessarily where it's at. Committing, being committed to these things are important. If you say you're going to try to do something, it's most likely not going to happen. And she talked about making sure that when you do decide to do something, you commit and you do it. If it doesn't work out the first time, she went the extra step to say, don't be discouraged. Do it again. Do it over and over again until it works. That's what commitment is. Committing to something is so much more than trying to do something. Trying to do something doesn't feel like there's weight behind it, like there's that motivation that you may need to move forward. Don't just try, but be committed. Make the decision. This is something that's important to me and I'm going to do it. So one of the things too that Kelly and I, my coach Kelly Mobet and I have talked about is if we want to get together and have a girl's night outside of just a coaching meeting, but a girl's night, we want to go to dinner. I have heard her actually correct herself if she says, okay, I'll try to find times that work for that this week to put it in my calendar. And she goes, wait, hold on, roll that back. <laughs> I love when she said, roll that back. Like it's a rewind, roll that back. I'm not going to try. I'm going to do it. I'm going to pull up my calendar right now. And we're going to set a date because you're important to me, Paige. And I want to get together with you. We are going to set a date so we can get dinner on the calendar. And I love that she does that. She doesn't just in her mind think, I'm going to try to do this. And then we don't talk for a month about it. She corrects herself in the moment. As soon as she says, I'm going to try to do blah, blah, blah. And she said, oh, hold up, roll that back. I'm going to do this. And then she will pick whatever the next step is and do it right then. Whether it's pick a date in the calendar or it's go to the calendar and say, I've got this Wednesday, this Friday and next Saturday available. What works for you? and sends me those dates. And then I can reply back. She does the next step. And it can be a very simple one to getting closer to her goal. And thank you to Kelly Moback, who's teaching me, 
who's teaching me, <laughs> let me say that again, who has taught me these lessons over the years that I not only apply in my personal life, but also in my business as well. And now to Dr. Sonia Stribling, who has really clinched that, sealed the deal on the fact that today this needed to be a podcast episode, but also gave me the words where it's not so much the trying, but it's more of the committing. So I wanted to talk today about, gosh, here's the hard part. This is where a little bit of the struggle was. I thought, is this what I'm going to title it? And also, is this how I'm going to present it? Because it's, it's a bit sad. It's a bit eye-opening. I wanted to share something that's happened recently that I don't know if you've heard about, and I don't even know if you know this person, but I hope that if this is the first time you're hearing about it, it's not terribly upsetting to you. What I would like to share with you is about someone who has passed away at the age of 47. I am going to be 42 in March. And the thought of someone who is well-known all over the world passing away suddenly and unexpectedly at age 47, when it appeared that he was in really good physical condition is uh, something that really shook me because my husband is a couple of years older than me. So he's even closer to that age. And I have a lot of friends that recently I've heard about them getting sick or even people I went to high school with have passed away. And you think about how quickly life can change. Unexpected things will come up. Maybe a serious diagnosis happens that you weren't expecting. And then you have to quickly figure out how to navigate that. Maybe there's a sudden death in the family or in your friend group, or even a total stranger that you've just heard about somehow on the internet in the celebrity world. And it really gets you thinking, wow, this life is not promised for tomorrow. So Dave Hollis is who I'm talking about. I got a lot of encouragement many years ago when I was starting my business, when Rachel Hollis, his now ex-wife, but they were married for many years. I got a lot of encouragement from her. And also when she was working with her husband, he was a Disney associate. He was a leader in the Disney world. I can't remember exactly what his position was. It's all over the internet right now because of his sudden unexpected passing. But he left that job that he had done for many years that he was great at. Uh, that was a financially stable job to actually support his wife, Rachel Hollis, when she was not just starting her business, but growing her business to a larger audience. And if some of you remember, she had made for more. I think that's what it was. And I just consumed that content so deeply and it was so motivating because of the time that it hit me in my life. That's what I'm talking about. Like you might see something and it might not land on you in the same way that it might when you're ready and open for that, perhaps a year later or months later or 10 years later. It's so interesting. I talk about a Bible verse might have different meaning for you if you read it years later. I love a when I was at a client's house organizing the other day, we were in her garage and we were looking through some of her items. She was trying to decide if she wanted to keep things or donate things. 
And she found an old study Bible and found a Bible of her mom's. And it just was marked up all over the place, marked up. And I said, I love this so much. And I will encourage my children. And I do this too. Anytime I hear a sermon that I love, anytime I read a Bible verse, if I'm in my book club or Bible study group, anytime something comes up that's meaningful for me, I will highlight it or underline it in my Bible, write the date out to the side or write a little note or write something. I have a lot of things. If I flip through my Bible, it says book one, book two, because I so want to have more than one book that have a little bit of a different topic, uh, meant a little bit for a different audience. And so I have those things that are all written in my book, in my Bible. And it's so fun to go back and look back on those and think, gosh, this is where I was at this time. And it's so interesting how things can feel different if you read them a little bit later, or if you get that sprinkling of God saying, Hey, you know, that thing that you've been thinking about for a long time, now's the time I'm going to send you a little message like through my friend Kelly or Dr. So- Dr. Sonia Stribling, where they drop those things in right at the right moment where you need them to think, you know what, I'm not just going to try to do something. I'm going to commit to it. And if it doesn't work out the first time, I'm going to do it again. So I wanted to share that with you today, because like I said, I just, this was an totally unexpected thing that came up to hear of his passing at such a young age when he seemed like such a healthy person. And at this time that I'm recording it, it's only just happened a few days ago and they haven't said exactly what the cause was other than the fact that he went into the hospital because of some heart related issues, if I'm not mistaken. And it's just crazy to think that any of us could be moments away from that. So I want to challenge you today. Keep your eyes open to things that are happening around you that could be the encouragement that you need to go from trying to do something to committing to doing something and not just trying it one time, but multiple times, because sometimes the lesson is in the process, not the end goal. Sometimes you get so many lessons along the way in all of those attempts that you make And not just at the very end where the end goal is. So take this and apply it to whatever it is that's going on in your life. If it's personal, if it's professional, if it's something in your marriage, in your friend group, with your children, what is something today that you can make the decision? I'm going to commit to this because I don't know how much time I have left. And this is something that's important to me. Now, the reason I decided to call it get organized or die trying is because Organization has been something that has helped me get out of the trying and into the commitment. I tell the story a lot about when I was an elementary school teacher and I would be asked to go into people's homes to tutor their children after school. And oftentimes before we started getting going on the work or the homework or something that they were supposed to do a project or something that they needed help with, I will assess the space first, because if it is a cluttered mess and totally disorganized, how can they be expected to focus on whatever this work is that might be really tricky or difficult for them? How can they be expected to pretend like all that stuff that is disorganized all around them doesn't exist? It does. And it doesn't just have a physical 
relationship to why they're not getting their work done properly or being able to sit down and focus because maybe their desk area is their physical space is disorganized, but it also gets into their heads. It's mental clutter. This isn't the first time I've talked about this. It's absolutely something that I talk about dying on a hill. This is the hill I'm prepared to die on. If your physical space is disorganized, then you absolutely could have some mental stuff going on that feels really disorganized too. And I really support the idea of clearing the clutter, the physical clutter to see the blessings all around us. If we've got physical clutter all over our home or all over our workspace, how can we be expected to move forward in these things that we now are going to commit to? Maybe the reason you don't want to commit to something and you just want to try, you just want to dabble and you don't want to commit is because you've got all these things in your space going on that are taking up this mental space. And listen, if you're a busy mom of littles, we all know we don't always have all of the brain cells left over that we were born with because our children have found a way to take some of them away. So we have these precious brain cells that we need to hold on to and we don't need to lose anymore. Okay. We need to make sure that we are committing to these things so that we can get them done faster than just dabbling than just trying here and there, because chances are, if you're doing that, it's not going to pan out in the long run. You might get a little glimmer of hope. So let's talk about organizing. I talk about the 1% rule. I talk about my three E's philosophy, breaking things down, making it simple. If you would like to get started on a space, but you feel really overwhelmed and that paralysis by analysis is creeping in. What if you shoot for 1% better, 1% improvement, 1% more organized? If it is a desk area, for example, maybe we take all of the stuff that's on top of that desk and we simply put it in a container, in a bin next to the desk so that you can move forward, getting your work done without all this clutter all over the place. That I would suggest is even better than 1% more because you're getting your work done because you don't have all that stuff all over the desk. I'm going to give you a little behind the scenes right now. Before I actually recorded a podcast episode with Lindsay Ann Gould today, and we talked about the importance of being able to share your book, which I now have a book, a book on a podcast, whether it be yours or someone else's. We talked about different platforms and ways to get your book out into the world. So I did a podcast episode with her this morning and I knew I was going to record a couple others today. And I felt like, so I record in my bedroom and I felt like there were a couple of areas because I was uh, folding laundry, doing laundry. And then I had another project going on that I was going to sort through before my mom came in town. I'm so excited to see you, mom. I cannot wait for you to be here. She's coming to spend winter break with us. So the kids and I are thrilled and my husband too. He loves her. So I thought I want to get a, a few of these different projects done before she gets here. So it looks nice and neat. But as you might know, if you're going to get organized, sometimes it makes more sense to take things out. You need to go through it. You need to make sure you're purging some of the stuff you don't want. And then you put it back in, in the proper containers. That's where my three E's come in. You do the purge. That's your essential. 
you do the enhancement of the donation or the sell of any of those items you don't want anymore. And then the final E, the extra, is when you actually put in the proper organization so that you feel like the things that you are keeping are organized, easily accessible. You can see them at a glance. You know what you have. Super easy to get organized. Hey there, quick reminder that now there are four ways to get my book. If you head over to Amazon, you can search up, I've got you, girlfriend, why getting organized and living this mom life is not a solo mission. You can now get it on the Kindle app, paperback, hardcover, and the audiobook is finally here. So if you've been enjoying this podcast episode, I have a feeling you might love the audiobook. Thanks so much for making it a bestseller. And now back to the show. Now, before I hit record with Lindsay and also again today on this podcast, I thought I don't want to have this clutter back behind me. Not only did I not want it on camera, but I thought I don't want it taking up residence in my head mentally and feeling like, oh gosh, I need to hurry through these podcast episodes because I got to get to these projects over here. So the 10 minutes prior to getting on and doing this, I thought I'm just going to shoot for 1% better. Because I knew I couldn't do my three E's yet. I was going to do those after I did the podcast recording. So I shot for 1% better. And that was, there was a pile of boxes and bags that I had gotten delivered because I'm going to be working with my mom on getting some fun little new upgrades, updates to her wardrobe. So I had ordered some things. So they'll be here for us to go through and make some cute outfits when she gets here. And I thought I'm going to take all of the wrapping off of these put it in one box and I'm going to take it out to the garage. So it's out of my physical space, but also my mental space. I'm going to take it outside to the garage. And then when I get ready to go pick up the kids from carpool, I'll just throw that in the garbage. I did that. And I am looking back behind me right now, as I record this episode on zoom and there's nothing back behind me. And instead of taking out all of those clothes and starting to fold them after I got them out of the dryer, I thought I'm going to leave them in the laundry basket. I brought them up here in because I didn't want to have all those clothes laying out on the bed. When I hit record, I thought I'm going to keep them in there. And then once I'm done with the recording, having that mental and physical clarity, then I will start the project, fold the laundry, get it into my kids because it just happens to be theirs right now, get it into my kids' drawers and hang up in the closet before I go to the garage to throw the trash away and then get in the car to pick up the kids from carpool. So it all sort of goes hand in hand. You shoot for that 1% better. So I didn't have to say, oh, I'm going to try to do all these things today. No, I committed to it. And I thought, I want to show up and be completely, fully engaged with the podcast episode that I'm going to do when I'm a guest on Lindsay's podcast. And I wanted to make sure I was fully into this episode that I was going to record without having all that stuff going on back behind me that was going to take up physical and mental brain space. And it was not going to make me feel like I could fully focus because I was going to see all that stuff in the background. So what is it right now in your home? Let's talk about getting organized for you that you need to stop trying to do and making the full commitment to do it. 
And today decide, am I going to shoot for 1% better just to get the ball rolling? Because so often that's where the struggle is. We just need to take the next step. We don't need to have the whole thing figured out. I don't need to know every place, every stage I'm going to speak on and what my message is going to be right now. I need to do 1% toward that. I need to reach out now that I have my one sheet and I have all these different things in my, on my website, when you can go to my website, everythingwithstyle.com, <laughs> shameless plug there, and you can go to where my speaking engagements are. There are topics, there are links. You can see my speaking reel. I have all of that there. So now what do I need to do? I need to do what Dr. Sonia Stribling has suggested I do. I need to make a list. I need to make this list today of the different places that I would like to reach out to, to say, here is what I speak on. Here is what I would love to be a part of. Here is my information. So you can check me out and see if we're a good fit and you can hire me to be a speaker at your next event. I need to make a list. Okay. And again, I would argue that that's way better than 1% because that's going to take a little effort for me to stop and think about those places. And then perhaps my next step on the next day or later today, if I get really excited about that is to send out an email to them with these links to that stuff and say, here you go. And guess what? If I don't get an immediate response back, I don't need to worry that what I just did wasn't valuable. I need to do it again because I'm committed. I need to do it more than once because I'm committed. If you're getting organized in your space, do 1%. If you get the ball rolling and it leads to more and more, if you would like to try the three E's philosophy and you would like to do your essential purge today, do your enhancement of getting that in your car to go donate or popping it on the internet and saying, this is how much I'm selling this for, or doing an easy garage sale and getting that stuff out on your front lawn for your neighbors to enjoy, do that. Then the extra of putting in the proper organization. And by the way, if you need help and you feel like I can't do that on my own, I'm not really sure what to do. That's when you ask for help. You outsource, reach out to an organizer in your community, reach out to me. If I'm not in your community, if I'm not in your neighborhood and can't come and help you do organizing, I do virtual organizing sessions, reach out to me. Let's get a date on the calendar. We jump on a zoom. You will be shocked at how much work we can get accomplished in one hour over a zoom. You'll be shocked. And I'm not even in your space. It's that accountability that we need. It's reaching out to someone who eats, breathes, sleeps, and loves whatever it is that you're struggling with. Reach out to those people. They want to help you. So today, look around your space. Decide what is it that I'm no longer going to try to make better. I'm going to commit to making better and figure out your next simple step to do that. I have a feeling. That is going to set you in the right direction to decluttering your life and getting more organized and feeling like now you can focus on the more important things in life because we don't know how much time we have left. You don't want to go when all of these things that you could have been doing and thriving in, you don't want to go when you didn't get to even begin those things because you were nervous or scared or didn't know how take the leap, commit to it. 
If it doesn't work out the first time, keep doing it over and over again. That's commitment. You have totally got this. You've got what you need to make this happen. Hopefully this was something that was encouraging to you today. If it was, please share it with a friend. We are all in this together. We are better together. I look forward to talking to you next week and I hope you have an amazing rest of your February going into March because guess what? The weather is starting to get better and I'm so excited about it. I feel like the winter is going and spring is on its way. So join me here next week for some more organization motivation and I will talk to you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.